T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Day two of the new vibes took us by surprise even more today than it did yesterday. But Honestly, I'm startled. Yep, welcome back nonetheless. We're happy to be here once again. We are here each and every weekday, 3 to 5 p.m. My name is Lindsey Brown, still across from me, Adrian Hernandez, and we are the Playmakers. Uh, Lindsay, I, yeah. I have to apologize as we start the show. Oh, boy, starting uh, out on a very good note. Yes, yesterday, of course, was Valentine's Day. Um, things that usually only happen in my house on Sundays happened on Mondays. So the energy level, um, I'm a little scattered, scatterbrained today, but we're pulling through. That's all right. Sometimes you don't have your, your best self at your disposal, but you can only do uh, with what you got today. And luckily, I'm bringing tons of energy today because we've had semi-breaking news and then not breaking news at all. We have uh, some subjects to delve into that I think are, are really important and uh, and that we've kind of pushed by the wayside over the last few weeks just because when it's the countdown to the big game and it's playoff football and stuff, it's just easy to kind of push uh, anything away that isn't pertinent to that subject or at least that type of energy level. And so we're going to get into some really interesting stuff today. Uh, the second hour, we always start out with our footiest of footballs. Um, we're going to talk about USA youth hockey, making a few choices in terms of how we're training uh, our talent and basically kind of linking that all together with some of the other things I've read over the last few weeks in terms of hockey things. Our second favorite O'Connells because uh, the O'Connell character will be announced for the Minnesota Vikings as their next head coach. Talk about Ben Simmons to wrap up this first hour of the show. The audit of Major League Baseball's soul continues. And let me tell you, it's still black as hell. And uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a full spectrum experience today here on the Playmakers. And uh, even though you are with depleted energy, Adrian, that is still better than what most people bring to their everyday lives. Thank so there's you, that. At least there's that. I'll pump you up with boost? some compliments. That's what I will do. I appreciate you. Absolutely. And it is the day after Valentine's Day. And with that comes a very, very distinct shift in mood. A very, very different type of vibe today versus what has been the last couple weeks and then specifically yesterday. Because everybody's like, I love you, baby. Here's all the ways that I love you and I want to show you. I'm going to buy you th- these these candies. We're going to go out to dinner. Then we're going to have a candlelight uh, crepe with some with some ice cream as a well. Crepe? Whatever. Wow. It just came into my brain. It, it's, it is what it is. And have some great special alone time. It'll be awesome. 
I'm sure that's exactly how everybody's Valentine's Day went yesterday, if they were celebrating with a significant other. But you know that some people had the intention of special time with their significant other that ended up in the doghouse. Yeah. That's yeah. That's not what you want to experience on yeah. that night. And while engagements definitely happened last night, uh, conceptions definitely happened last night, breakouts definitely transpired as well and that's where it leads us to our can opener because it is time to revisit the most talk well not toxic the most on again off again relationship that we have in this great community baby come back baby come back mark on driftery frank cervalli decided to choose violence today and he released a story on daily face off basically saying that the golden knights Made a call about one Mr. Marc-Andre Fleury in a potential return. Ooh. Now, before everybody gets all hot and bothered. What? Tis not true, I guess. But let's start from the top of our story here. Because in addition to Jack Eichel making his Golden Knights debut tomorrow, uh, that wasn't the only piece of information that Kelly McCrimmon shared with us yesterday, that being the GM of the Vegas Golden Knights. Robin Leonard's out with an upper body injury. Now, allegedly, the sources, who they are, we're unsure, but they say it is an upper body torn labrum in his shoulder. So that little muscle towards the bottom of your shoulder that really has has bugged him, maybe it's the other shoulder side, but but still a very important piece of one's body, mm-hmm. especially as a netminder who spends a lot of time on his knees and trying to push away and use his leverage and, and, and keep on his mark. So he's going to be out for a little bit. And with that, we have a little bit of a scary situation in our goal crease because Robin Leonard has been great this season, but I'm sure he would say to, say to everyone, including himself, that he wishes he had a few more uh, than he, that he's let by. Vegas currently ranks 22nd in the NHL with a .901 save percentage. So it's just the most tiny of tiny of hairs above Bad. the okay. Yeah, yeah. essentially. Because if you get an 8 to start out the save percentage, we are in deep ass. We are in deep trouble. And we all know that Marc-Andre Fleury is, is on an expiring deal in Chicago. Chicago's not going anywhere. And he's a, a name that's being shopped around a ton of different places. And it would make sense for him to come back here because of the system, because of the shared history, because of the great vo- Oh, that's right. We traded him for a bag of pucks and then returned the pucks. And so, while everybody was losing their minds. <laughs> this is exciting. It was. It is exciting. What type of tease is this? So much pick up to this story earlier this afternoon. Again, Sarah Volley published this article. Oh, does it have a timestamp on it technically? Guessing it was probably towards like 11 a.m. or so. Um, KMAC comes out at 12.53 p.m. and says on a pot- potential Marc-Andre Fleury reunion, I'm getting this quote from uh, Dave Shane's Twitter because he is uh, on the beat. There is absolutely no credence to that rumor at all. I wouldn't normally speak officially on such things, but there will be so much racket about this. It's important to let people know that it's not going to happen. You're a part of me. I love you. Liar! Okay, Mac. We know you made the call, right? There's no way. That Frank Saravalli, who is basically turning into the NHL's breaking news guy, one of them, one of the very good ones, um, that he would run with a story like this without knowing that there's some With no smoke. credence. Exactly. Especially knowing how chummy this 
creates the waters around Las Vegas. Yeah, it's too, it's too much of a tease. Hundred percent. I got to be honest with you. All hockey news aside, like I don't trust somebody that's just using the word racket like in conversation like this. No, what, does does the spelling? No, it? it's just to use. Uh, there's too much racket. There's too much noise around this. Yeah, that that, that is a, an evil villain type of language speak that right? I'm not. I'm not. But down the Golites never tell us really anything. I mean, they, they upper body feels like they're they're really opening up a vein these days, considering how little that they share. And so the fact that McCrimmon has to come out and put the kibosh on this, I think it says that first of all, he knows exactly how fire sailing this could be. But this kind of, for him to go that far, I'm kind of like, is there more to this than we think? And this soon. Yeah, exactly. And you have to think with the trade of, of Tyler Toffoli earlier this week, and that was more in response to Ben Chirac getting hurt for the Montreal Canadiens. They were going to look to move him as well, but now they can't because he's on long-term IR. And so some teams might be like, oh, yeah, we should probably get this done before, I, I don't know, the, the, the value of our asset depreciates. And Flowers played pretty well as of late. But... I want to talk about <laughs> the relationship dynamics that is the Gold Knights of Mark Andre Fleury. Maybe just like attachment theory in general. Are you familiar with the concept of attachment theory? That you just want to stick next to somebody no matter what's kinda, going on because kinda, they're close it's, to you. It's a psychological, literal like thing, and 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 we have attachment styles. This is different from the love languages. That's a different type of Google search. But this is a a theory that was formulated by psychiatrist John Bowlby, and this is basically. The theory where we talk about how infants become attached to adults who are sensitive and responsive in social interactions with them. Then attachment theory, infant behavior associated with attachment is primarily the seeking of proximity to an attachment figure in stressful situations. So something's going wrong. Can you help me? Can you help soothe me? And we know that. Parental responses lead to the development of patterns of attachment. These, in turn, lead to internal working models, which will guide the individual's feelings, thoughts, expectations, and later relationships. This is all from Wikipedia, so this isn't the deepest of dives. But we know that how you attach as a child can impact how you attach when you're an adult. And there's four styles. Technically, there's secure, there's anxious, there's avoidant dismissive, and avoidant fearful. So I figured... A little fun little exercise to place them exactly on this little diagram here. And uh, it's just a little table that has basically three overarching themes to d- describe each style here. The secure attachment, Adrian, can trust fairly easily. Two, is attuned with their emotions. Three, can communicate upsets directly. So when they're mad, they can say so. Four, leads with cooperative and flexible behavior in relationships. That sounds like a very healthy individual, right? Very reflective, very social. Okay, that's secure. Upper left corner of this particular Punnett square. Anxious. Point number one, has a sensitive nervous system. Number two, struggles communicating. Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) That's all our problems. Sorry, struggles communicating needs directly. Tends to act out when triggered, i.e. makes partner jealous. Mm, okay. There's a few eggs in that basket. Let's just say that. Not enough racket for that basket, though. You're hitting barely. a couple nerves. Hitting a couple nerves. Avoidant dismissive. Number one. Downplays importance of relationships. Two. Is extremely self-reliant. Are we on an island here? Are we a completely self-sufficient island here? Technically. 
can become more vulnerable when there is a big crisis. Those things describe the avoidant dismissive characterization. And then lastly, the avoidant fearful. Classified as, one, more dependent in relationships than avoidant, so aka dismissive. Two, strongly fears rejection. Three, has low self-esteem. Four, has high anxiety in relationships. Stop describing me. Oh, I mean, everybody had that that target hit them at some point. I always get confused with these because I feel like I fit in a couple different boxes here. But I'm going to take out avoidant slash fearful for the Golden Knights because I don't think they fear rejection because half the moves they make have literally set this town ablaze with fury and questions. And we know that they don't have low self-esteem. Right? So... Avoid it fearful. They ain't afraid to, to shoot their shot. This we know. I also know that they're not secure because they they create trust fairly easily, but then they break it very easily with, with players that mean a lot to their, to their uh, organization. Uh, can communicate upsets directly. We're going to say incomplete on that portion of our report card, right? Our GM just proved it. Exactly. And uh, is attuned to the emotion since hockey, as we know, is just such a bleeding heart of a group and collective. Not robotic. So self-reflective. So in tune with the community. Secure and avoidant fearful are both out. So we're stuck between anxious and avoidant dismissive for classifying your Golden Knights in terms of the uh, attachment theory, relationship style. Those are the two that we don't want. No, no. I mean, it's not do or don't. We're not judging here. We're simply placing. We're simply placing because we're all at some point on this spectrum or in one of these four boxes. Anxious, again, is about having a sensitive nervous system, struggles communicating direct or communicating directly, tends to act out when triggered. Avoiding dismissive is downplays the importance of relationships, is usually extremely self-reliant and can become more vulnerable when there is a big crisis. Hmm. I don't think the Golden Knights make rash decisions. I, I don't think they try... If, if there's a... There's a paper cut. They're not going to bring out the biggest Band-Aid we have in the medicine cabinet, right? They understand what we can rub some dirt on it. Maybe bacitracin is needed. You never know when infection can strike. But in terms of reactivity, I don't think that they're super reactive. Um, Tends to act out when triggered. Again, I, I think if you're in the anxious box here, you're willing to do whatever to bring that attention to you because clearly your needs are not being met. I don't think the Golden Knights are quite that performative. So that's why I'm putting them in that avoidant dismissive category where they downplay their importance of relationships. I mean, we literally live that because we will trademark Andre Fleury for a bag of pucks. We'll, we'll, we'll conduct our business the way that we do and we'll downplay every single thing that's going on in our organization when it's pertinent to us. It's usually extremely self-reliant. Last time I checked, we have most of the rules singular to us, like the expansion draft, like uh, of just all these little ways that the Gold Knights have been able to jumpstart their entire franchise that are not at, uh, available to the Seattle Kraken, that were not available to the Minnesota Wild and the Columbus Blue Jackets um, over 20 years ago. And with that, you kind of isolate yourself too because there's a bunch of people that are pissed off about that. And so all those trades, all those – Little moves that they've had to make over the last couple of years or almost had to make to make this whole thing work. Sometimes they had to go a little bit more above and beyond. Like, I don't know, skating with 15 players for the President's Trophy game on home ice against the Colorado Avalanche last year because we couldn't do anything else. And 
case you haven't uh, noticed, Mark Stone has been put on the long-term IR. We might not even need anybody else to make this roster work this year with Jack Eichel rejoining the team. And can be more vulnerable when there is a big crisis. Like right now? Like right now. I wouldn't say we're technically in crisis mode yet, but a couple of months ago when Stone was out, Pacioretty was out, Carlson broke his foot, we had uh, Marty was just getting hurt. It was in and out. It was really, really, really rough for probably the first month, month and a half of the season. We've since come out a little less bushy-tailed and bright-eyed, but certainly more grizzled and with different reps and levels of experience for some of our lower players that haven't spent that much time playing in the positions that they've been needed to today. So in many ways, they're better off, but they're certainly caught in the storm when it's around them. It's hard to tell when you're in the, it, when you're truly in the middle of it until after the fact and everything, all the dust settles. And so avoidant dismissive is where I would classify the Golden Knights attachment theory based off of what they've shown us and you how they relate to others. Wonderful deductive reasoning. Thank you. So you did fantastic. And we've been talking about the Knights perspective. Yep. I just have one simple question. My guy, Mr. McFlurry, as I like to call him. Mr. McFlurry. Why on earth Sorry, would he want to come back after being backstabbed? My thoughts exactly, because he does have a no move clause or at least a limited no move clause. Uh, and typically you ask Marc-Andre Fleury if he wants to go somewhere. He's just like one of those people that you extend the respect to. I, I If I'm him, I really wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do this organization a favor, but it really depends on what his personality is because if he's a guy that, like say yesterday we were talking about, if you were if I'm told no, I use that as fuel. If you get slighted, there's lots of people that use that as fuel, but it's just the degrees of severity that you use it. And if it supersedes the other energies in his life. And we know that Marc-Andre Fleury is the definition of positivity in a form of a teammate. And so I don't think Fleury's hatred or pettiness or anything would supersede him possibly if it was really easy for it to work out. But I think as a competitor, he would much rather go to a different team and knock out the Knights rather than rejoin them. But ultimately, that that's really up to Flower. But based off of how that whole thing went down and how emotional he was, how emotional his family was, and really how well he's taken to the to the Blackhawks locker room this year as they've weathered their their own um, storm there. I mean, he's been, I, I, I think in many ways, uh, a different type of savior for a lot of the young players involved in that roster. And so I think he's fine with playing the rest of the year out there. It just, Flower, you don't have anything else to accomplish, but do you want to go on one last run and maybe leave your family behind for another four to six weeks? I mean, you did that in the bubble because the chances of you being the starting goalie on the Stanley Cup run, kind of probably not that great because even if it's a tandem style, the chances that you employ that in the playoffs are very slim to none. So you're hoping that it's an injury thing. Well, you're not hoping you're, that's what, would probably have to happen and that's literally what he had to do in the bubble I just don't think it's probably something that's super high on his list to to do right now but again I don't know him I'm not in his head I haven't had conversations we are at the mercy of whatever uh Frank Saravalli tells us and then Kelly McCrimmon vehemently denies so that should tell you a little bit about something when usually we don't hear a lot of news from that bugle Going to move on with the rest of our topics for today the audit of Major League Baseball soul continues 1140 the bet Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet.
I was like, what Ariana Grande song is this? <laughs> Listen, we're back at Macy's. Exactly, we exactly. Look Yo. at all these scarf deals we have. Lindsay, look at all these new toys they're giving us. I know. These sound effects. Perfume samples for half price. I'm allergic to most perfume, so I can't. That was an oh, aisle. Oh, no. That aisle and then the aisle with all the cleaning supplies. Yeah. That's why I rarely shower. I know you smelled it and haven't said anything. So I'll admit it here. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I can't be walking through those aisles. It doesn't no. work for me, unfortunately. I get headaches pretty easily if there's enough smells mixing together. It's yeah. The hypersensitivity is a real downer sometimes. Yeah, and I, I don't have eczema, but, yeah, the scratchy scratchies. Yeah. I don't like the scratchy yeah. scratchies. If I use, like, almost any laundry detergent besides the stuff that's perfume-free, that's, like, free and clear or whatever, I'll get hives. Yeah, I got to be careful with my, you know, the Dove that's, uh... yeah. You know, the skin moisture. Yeah, exactly. Sure. I know. Um, everybody's like, we are super interested to find out exactly what causes your body to flare up. But, you know, we don't want to be like KD's legs. We don't no, want to be like KD's no, legs. No, I, 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 I bathe in a vino, so I'm good to go. But we're talking about uh, last segment attachment theory and and how the Golden Knights are, are placed on that spectrum and just a, a self-reflective tone today on the Playmakers. Thank you so much for joining us. We truly appreciate it because... Uh, thankfully on this program we have been given creative freedom that is afforded to very few people and with that we can have our joking conversations be that about the condom shortage or saying the word vagina on the radio or we're talking about attachment theory or love languages or or how we, we we raise people and then we can talk about major league baseball and it's effort to short its own stock. I think that's the most blanket term I can put over this. It's the most dehumanized way I can put it over this because we're going to have to talk about this for a segment. We could go hours on this, and it really has very little to do with the actual baseball. It has everything to do with how people treat people or how businesses treat people. This is a true case study in capitalism. Because very few businesses or models have found the success or route that Major League Baseball has been able to secure itself. But let me tell you guys, they are absolutely burning the candle at both ends. If you're not familiar with like the concept of shorting stock, neither am I. That's why I watched The Big Short. It's like the, the movie that was all about the housing crash from, from 2008. But essentially it means betting against yourself. Because I read uh, an article yesterday, and we've read a lot about baseball in the last few weeks, Adrian, because they're in the lockout. There's no sign of, of that ending anytime soon, and baseball we're hasn't exactly been the positive PR machine. And we're fast approaching a date where the season's going to have to be delayed. Exactly. Headline is, we are making pennies. For many minor leaguers, unpaid off-seasons prove more grueling than the actual seasons. This is in The Athletic, written by Brittany uh Groli, I'm sorry, G-H-I-R-O-L-I, very, very informative article and filled with testimonials from players, both anonymous and, and willing to come forward, of just what they have to endure as people trying to make it and how little Major League Baseball does to help its own talent and help people it's because we we tend to look at that as as two separate things even though they're not but we all know that the world was very different 60 70 years ago and how we conducted ourselves what what people did for money what people did for careers what professional sports were 
It wasn't out of the no- out of the ordinary for people to play their sports and have to go to their next job that night or in the off season. Like we we heard all the sto- glory days stories about NFL guys being mailmen and milkmen or, and whatever. Or like, going to war, literally, hundred percent, like. exactly. That's a, that's a much better place to start. Um, but that's changed because the expectations have changed for athletes in terms of how do you prepare for your body when you are supposed to be prepared because this is a full-time job now. There is no off-season, especially when you're deploying a system as reliant as scarcity, on scarcity as Major League Baseball is. Like, we used to talk about the boomer buster and not everybody can be Bryce Harper and sign the multi-billion dollar or multi-million dollar deals. That's 100% true. But now this is even more nuanced than we had originally thought because – with this article as an, the example, as the article that we referenced last week with our, our talk with Mari Brown from Forbes that was specifically looking into the corruption down in the, um, the training fa- the training facilities and, and academies down in the Dominican Republic, as we know that baseball is very reliant on Latino uh, working. And all of this is tied up in the same type of themes in the same types of, of deductive reasoning that we were kind of putting on display last segment. Because I don't think it's a coincidence that you have, oh, where's this quote? I had this quote written down, or it's from this article. Here it is, from Mets, Mets owner Stephen Cohen. This is from August 1st, 2021. He tweeted, education time. Baseball pick draft picks are worth up to five times their slot value to clubs. I never shy away from investments that can make me that type of return. What do you think that means, the five times their slot value to clubs? Like, what do you instantly think? Like, you think glow up. You think I buy low and then it's a lottery ticket and they can turn out to be the the next big thing, the next uh, Shohei Otani, the next Mike Trout. Like, that. that's what that means, right? Speaking of economics, they can turn into their own economy. Yep, you're looking at scale up. Yeah. I after I read this article and as we thought more about what we were going to be talking about today, I, I, I've changed the way I looked at it. I now look scaled down because absolutely there are people that are lottery tickets. Those stories are what we are raised on. Those are what Disney movies are made out of. That is what basically incentivizes us to go along with the song and dance, believing that we are one of those special ones. But the the few that actually make it. How many are there that are taken advantage of, that are depreciated, that are devalued on the way there? When I look at that quote, or when I consider that quote, and I think about how baseball's approach the last couple seasons, be that in free agency, be that in just the regular seasons, who's truly competing? How many teams are feeling competitive teams with the intention to chase a ring? You're talking about less than 10 contenders. Less than 10 contenders. And... So when that happens, they go trade deadline, right? I'm going to go acquire the talent from the rest of the league. Mm -hmm. That's really the true minor leagues if you really think about it. Because New York and Boston and L.A. and everybody else picks off of of their talent every year. And the teams below them usually sell off. So now I don't have to pay the talent that I've grown, but now I get to fill his spot with somebody that I'm paying wages – that do not meet the minimum requirement for minimum wage. How could this happen, Adrian? How could, how could Major League Baseball have the ability to skirt that, to pay its players some of the, the numbers here? So for in, in 2022, uh, for AAA, 
you're making $16,800. Double A, $14,400. Class A is uh, $12,000. If you're at the For complex. For the whole season. Yes. If you're at the complex, you're making uh, $9,600. If you're in the Dominican Summer League, you're making 3000 like you just said, for the whole season. For the whole season. $16,000. As we said, this is just during their playing time. They are technically working all year. And I also want to clarify with the hearing that happened on Friday, a lawyer for MLB argued that minor leaguers shouldn't be getting paid during spring training mm-hmm. because they obtain greater benefit from the training opportunities that they are afforded uh, by the clubs and that the clubs incur the cost of the training and that if they were getting paid, like these these players would be paying thousands to get the type of facilities and the training uh, that they're getting yes. from the teams. Just be happy with what you have argument. Yeah, you got invited for the American dream. Yep, exactly. So you should just work for free and, and do everything for free because there's somebody below you that wants to take your spot for less money anyways. And the reason why baseball is able to skirt by this is because in 2018, Congress passed a, uh, the Save America's Pastime Act. I, I'm reading this directly from Brittany's article, which deemed minor league players as seasonal workers exempt from minimum wage requirements. They are also not paid overtime despite consistently spending more than 40 hours a week at their jobs and are not paid during spring training, as we just got through mentioning. And so what, what is baseball doing? Because if, if I'm an athletic talent, if I'm someone that has a potential to go professional in the world of athletics, and I'm thinking, well, football, concussions, right? And those injuries, short shelf life, and the chances of you three, playing more than span. three, exactly. Uh, and it's really tough. That's a 1% of the 1% of the 1% specimen-wise. And we're talking about like the physical bodies of, of what's being asked and the development of those. Well, basketball, it's uh, it's more about getting through the AAU circuit, right, and, and finding those coaches and, and developing those skills and putting in the time at the gym. But it's about those skills coaches and, and, and having those right relationships. Hockey, it's about money. It's about accessibility. Can you pay for all of those extra coaches as well? Can you pay for ice time? Can you just pay to get into learn-to-skate lessons? Because the expenses start very early. And with baseball, it was always, well, if you don't want to deal with, like, the long-term health complications of the super contact sports this is a pretty good place to go I'm like look how much money they're they're making it's it's a slower pace like it's it's a lot less demanding well this is why because besides a handful of like 50 guys who make tens of millions of dollars we're talking 16 grand that's like a federal grant for one semester of financial aid. That's twenty hours a week right. at a twelve dollars. And it's not like and the thing is too, it's not like Major League Baseball doesn't have money. We've been using this metaphor a lot, the bucket. It's not like they don't have access to water. It's that they choose not to go to the well for water and then choose instead every time to fill it up with gasoline. Because I'm looking at this this figure that was tweeted out earlier today that has the numbers of what it would cost to pay basically the entire minor league system to pay everybody the numbers that you rolled out earlier, that twelve thousand at lower at lower A, fourteen fourteen four at double A and fifteen or sixteen eight at triple A for their season salaries. Two million 
$547,600. For the whole system, the league. How messed up is that? And so you're like, oh, it's like super cheap. Why is it this cheap? Because Congress has allowed it to go. And ultimately, here's the deal. You're not supposed to, you can you can legislate certain things but not behaviors, right? Ultimately, the 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 theme of a lot of this article and a lot of the the shared testimonies of players is about the frustration level because they know that baseball has the ability to fix this and they choose not to. And the reason really why they choose not to is probably the mentality that we that we usually associate with people in power is you give an inch you take a mile. But they don't want to be the ones that do it first and remind the teacher that we might have homework tonight. Yeah, because then everyone else has to do it. Exactly. And it's for this reason that I'm really questioning baseball's good faith intentions. Because who owns these teams? Cohen's a brand new guy, but last time I checked, it's a bunch of older white guys. Just taking a stab in the dark there. Um, We are all mortal beings, until Elon figures it out. Hope he doesn't. Uh, do you think they really care about the wealth of their great-grandkids or whatever? Because for me, this this looks like I'm trying to squeeze every last ounce of the toothpaste out of the canister. Every last thing. I don't care wh- who I have to mow over to get there. It, it's almost to the point where I'm like, is this just a money laundering operation? Honestly. Because they get paid for the TV contracts, whether or not the baseball is actually played. Or people are in the stands. Yeah. And ultimately, I mean, one player said it here in this uh, article and said, you know, honestly, I wish people would just get to the point where, here it is. I love baseball, but as someone who went through it and saw it up close, I'd rather people not support the game until they make changes. If baseball wasn't an old sport that puts America's game next to their marketing, when in reality it's the most un-American thing I've ever seen in my life when it comes to taking care of their own, people would lose their S over this treatment. Well, unfortunately for him, we don't care anymore. And every year we're getting less and less people caring. It's a regional sport. We talked about it before the show where you have these different markets and – you talk about these owners and just doing the right thing because apparently just livable wages or even just minimum wage is apparently rocket science. These owners don't just own these teams. These are toys to them. They mm-hmm. have all these different Capital. businesses. Yeah. And, you know, so like a lot of people do intern, uh, unpaid internships, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you're on a work visa from another country, you might get paid lower in comparison uh, to someone here and things like that. But the difference is – is that you can go to another company. Yeah. In no. baseball, these are all 30 teams there. They're exactly. in cahoots. So it's not like the you can exemptions. go to the Rays. Yeah, it's not like the Rays are going to pay you and you don't have to do an unpaid internship or go to the Yankees or go to the A's or go to the Dodgers or whoever. Mm-hmm. Like, these are all 30 teams under this same system. And honestly, they don't care because somehow every year record profits, and I don't understand it because you look at these highlights when there were stands before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. More than 20 of these teams don't have any fans there. Right. There's no fans. Who ca- If Mike Trout walks into Home Depot right now or Sam's Club, there's going to be maybe less than five people who are going to notice him. Right. And this is America's game. It's been around for 100 years, and it's been played the same way. We, we, it's, it's part of the romanticism of the whole thing. It's also built upon the same systems that we've been grappling and struggling with 
the last couple of years in terms of inequalities. Like, like you said, there, there's no fans of devaluation. It, it's not a coincidence to me that we are not valuing our workforce up to the minimum wage point and, and, and what it actually is made up of, of it demographically. Like all these coincidences really aren't. It's straight up, this is what capitalism is. And the thing is, it doesn't have to be this way. Like, you can find a happier medium. Like, I, I don't agree with people that say, well, capitalism's the worst thing about everything. You're right. It, it's pretty bad. But the thing is, is that we take our power out of it. We, take, we say, like, oh, it's AI. No, because humans built the AI, right? So how about we make sure that the humans that are, that, that before we get to that point, that we're building it the right way. And I said it last week with Mario Brown. People say it's too big to fail. I think it's too big to fix. And I think the owners know that too. And so they are squeegeeing every last drop they can out of this. Because I don't know how this goes on in today's day and age or what it was years ago. But we were more okay with disenfranchising people, with, with leaving them in, in, in bad situations, without work, without necessities, all that other stuff. Leaving and cities to pay the bills of the stadiums. Exactly. And it's a reckoning time. And so eventually... It's going to come back to bite him in the butt. And like the player who honestly said, until people are willing to basically say, I'm done with this, nothing will change because you got to hit him where it truly matters, which is those damn pocketbooks. Someone who's very familiar with that particular spot and a few bruises there is Ben Simmons. He's our next discussion topic on the other side of the break, 1140 The Bet. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez. The Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Mm. Oh, my God. This is right up my alley. This is exactly what I needed in my life right now. Alice in Wonderland. I did it for you, Lindsay. I love that about us. I love the vibe of our new show. Uh, Alice in Wonderland is absolutely on my Mount Rushmore for favorite artists and definitely present all over my Hype Master Locker Mix playlist that is exclusively available to you. On that Odyssey app for free on the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. We're on a psychic level, you and I, right now. 
Uh, but you can discover hundreds of exclusive music stations for music fans, built by music fans, only on Odyssey. I put together a playlist a couple months ago. I'm going to update it here in the next couple weeks because I want to match up when Adrian's gets released. Hopefully you get approved to put your own up there because it is very important for us to have little uh, mirrors into our musical yes. tastes and brains. And we're not the only ones that are included on this. There's this BetQL hot streak that's also available. Their uh, promo reads as follows. Feeling lucky? We've got you covered with great music to make some money, too. Featuring songs from The Who, The Rolling Stones, Billy Joel, and more. Search BetQL Hot Streak on the Odyssey app to listen. Uh, again, Hype Master Locker Mix is my playlist. You want to run through a wall? This is the one that you go to. Check it all out with the free Odyssey app spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y. <sighs> ben Simmons. They're here. Who's they're, they? at, they're at their teams. Finally, Ben Simmons, James Harden. Day one, you know this because press availability has gone down. Both players, James Harden and Ben Simmons in their new respective homes, spoke to the media earlier today. Last week when Harden was traded, Kevin Durant said Harden doesn't owe anybody an explanation. I agree. Kyrie did too uh, later on. Yeah. Why do we not extend the same to Ben Simmons? Why does Ben Simmons get the level of vitriol that he does? Why are people asking him to basically prove what his mental health status is? We're in a very weird singular moment here and a very singular case study here with Ben Simmons and the saga that is his still very young career. 25 years old still, by the way. Last night was weird on Twitter, to say the least. Yes. Um, we can take this in a, in a number of directions to start off, but let's just get the mental health thing out of the way. Yeah. yeah let, let. Because there are many ways to mishandle this, but there's only a few ways where you don't. But what and what you don't do is judge people on how they look, right? How? What's your mental health? You don't look like you're sad. Why are you smiling out there? What? 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 You what? You 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 said that you were having problems, right? and I just saw you laugh with exactly. your friend. Exactly. Wait, so, is it real? Is your mental health problems real? Oh, you're at a new place now. You seem super comfortable because you're you're here. Is you he even the Philly. one that brought this particular point to the conversation? Because I don't think he was. But we're very quick to associate anybody who's making a decision that may go against the 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 normal grain. As someone who is quote unquote out of it, there's a problem with that in, in, in just the, the concept. But then there's the problem with the fact that we're, we're trying to be a more aware society when it comes to mental health. And with that, you, you learn more. And the more that you learn, the more that you know. And now we can kind of understand how to weaponize this be that by the team itself, when they are the ones that brought up. Uh, we're going to ask Ben to see our mental health professional because we don't understand why he doesn't want to show up for work even though Joel Embiid literally berates him. This entire city hates him, Uh, and he lives in this megaphone. mm, We're not talking – it's a hostile work environment for him. Just Let's just say that as a given, right? True, yes. And so the team puts that into the news cycle. And it gets taken over because again, we're trying to be super aware, and that's it. That's at the at the heart of hearts. That's a that is well intended. 
And it's the to, same thing with Antonio Brown that we did a few weeks ago. And to be fair to Ben, uh, what happened was is he said, I do not feel comfortable mm-hmm. going to your guys' mental health. Exactly. Uh, I want to do it with my own people, which makes sense. Because but how do, they cl- how do they characterize it in the news, though? Yeah, exactly. I'm not going. Defiant. I don't have a problem. And we've talked uh, at length about how things can be spun and who has the biggest spinning stick. And we know that usually goes with the logos, with the shields. But when you weaponize mental health and you, and you use it to try to delegitimize, you're, you're spinning away from the real problem, first and foremost, and you're creating a more insidious one. Because what you're doing is ranking, right? This is what, this is what ableism is, by saying that you are making decisions that I wouldn't, so therefore you must be out of it, and you're not valid at the same level of person like that's truly at the crux of this and so I want to warn people about speaking to (laughs) and about other people's mental health and whatever Ben Simmons said today that he this had nothing to do with his mental health that's what he says but there's a different you don't have to have a a mental illness or disease or whatever term that you want to you want to say to experience problems based off of what your environment is. And regardless, like we said to begin this segment, if James Harden doesn't owe us an explanation, why does Ben Simmons? I mean, James Harden was there. Mm-hmm. He was present. We understand what he's going through. We know that Kyrie Irving decided it was his choice not to play. We know that Kevin Durant was hurt. We know that the chemistry in certain things wasn't there from the moment this season started in training camp, and James Harden was kind of not feeling what was going on. So for him being present and it being played out in front of us is better than someone who didn't show up and hearing reports of him ignoring his coach, trying to reach out, trying to clarify, hearing reports, I don't want to answer these texts. You're going to have to come to San Francisco where I'm training. You're going to have to come out and reach to me. Uh, Joel, you're criticizing me, but what happened the year before against Toronto when you didn't play too good? Um, so it's, it's, listen, this situation with the Nets and the Sixers is a situation where both teams have their hand on the wheel and the car is going off the cliff mm-hmm. where they both took a chance. I just think when you specifically are like, why is Ben getting all these critiques and we're not asking James, I think they're both being critiqued. And I think that because at least James was on the court and we saw some of the craziness that the Brooklyn Nets are right now, mm-hmm. that we have less questions for him and Ben hasn't been anywhere. So we haven't heard. This is the first time we've been That's hearing true. for seven months. You got to control months. your own narrative. You're absolutely right. And I'm pretty sure the thing is supposed to be going. But ultimately, Boom, you is. have to be okay with pit- p- people potentially lying. Because the alternative is denying people's experiences and pain. And those are not an equal trade-off. We'll be back for the second hour of The Playmakers. So many sports on the docket. I just can't wait. 1140 The Bet. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.